Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hey friends, beautiful day here, starting to get a bit warm, spring-like in the air, and uh, yeah, surprisingly balmy, it's just lovely. I had an insight earlier today that I'm getting close to the end of this uh, podcast, and um, I'm not wrapping it up quite yet, though the format of me walking around and essentially speaking in monologue to you, sometimes it feels a bit like I'm speaking to myself, because I'm alone out here, although I don't feel lonely because of course nature is all around me, it's, oh my god, it's so beautiful looking out of the ocean. I'm more interested in conversations again. This uh, podcast has been about me really emptying out all of the things that I've reflected upon and uh, learned about over the past, well, decade or so. And uh, some new things will be coming up instead. But I'm not done just yet, and today I will speak about Christ Consciousness. And um, I keep being with this energy of the Christ. And it's becoming stronger and stronger in my life. And I also see it becoming stronger and stronger in the world. So today I will be speaking about the coming of Christ Consciousness and share some reflections about what I believe is happening. So let's dive in. It is the first time that I can climb these rocks without having to be mindful of not falling on my face for, for a very long time, actually. So, so that should give me plenty of room to focus on this deep topic. There are three things in my awareness that are, well, dominant in terms of what's going on in the world. There is the Freedom Convoy in Canada. And, uh, well, the Freedom Convoys that have spread out to other countries as well. There is the Ukraine conflict. And there is the emerging evidence of extremely serious adverse reactions from the uh, treatment. Let's just call it that. I don't know how much censorship there is on podcasting platforms, but I know that Spotify has been deleting tons of podcasts that have even mentioned it. So, so I think it's important to realize that there is levels of consciousness at play in the world now. And the people who live in the old world where the authorities are trustable 
where pharmaceutical companies want to help us, where the various sciences and experts are reliable. Well, they live in that world and I understand that very well. It is a desirable place to live because I can trust people and I can outsource some of the responsibility and complexity of navigating this life to other people that seem more competent. And that is actually extremely important in terms of the functioning of a healthy society. And then you have an emerging population that is now getting ready to reclaim their sovereignty, to reclaim the inner throne. And they are starting to realize to their great sorrow, I believe, and I can speak for myself here, it's been shocking to realize how unreliable the authorities have actually become. These are people that are on some level in the face of increased awakening, increased consciousness, are facing mild to severe social punishment, reprisals, a form of exile. And when I see the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa, I definitely see the latter group. And the enormous level of trying to defame them and to spread all kinds of reputations that they are various kinds of Nazis or alt-right this and that. You know, I don't actually know very well who these organizers are, but I've seen them speak. I've seen them speak from the heart. I've seen them speak as truly humble, blessed people. And I've seen the protests full of love, ethnically diverse, a celebration of life. And in order to be able to see this as some sort of dark agenda, you really need to be quite far into the fear matrix. But here we have this group of people that are fighting for not only their freedom, but the freedom of humanity. As far as I can tell, the Ottawa protests are some kind of ground zero for the continued uh, evolution or devolution of humanity. The stakes are extremely high. Extremely high. Trudeau has now frozen bank accounts and payment cards for the people who have been involved. And that's happening also to people who have even donated to the truckers. And so he is now setting a precedence in the Western world where if a citizen disagrees with a politician, then they can be imprisoned and robbed of their money. That is the precedent that is being set. And if he gets away with it, you better believe that this is going to spread throughout the rest of the world. And by the end of the year, many of us may not be able to pay for things anymore. May be imprisoned for having wrong beliefs. And yet, we're holding. And yet, we are doing what our hearts tell us to do because we know that it is in service of the greater life, of truth, of the thriving of humanity. That's why we do it.
And for this, we may get crucified. And that is where Christ consciousness comes in. That we are now at a point in the human storyline where a ton of people don't realize that we are teetering precariously at the precipice of complete totalitarian dystopia. They don't know it because either they don't have the consciousness to see it, or they haven't had the time to dive into it, or it's too scary. It's too scary to even comprehend that reality. And so I'd rather, quote unquote, trust the science and keep living in the world that is burning to the ground all around us as long as I can. So to get rid of Jesus, the Pharisees had to well, appeal to the Roman Empire and the mob to take him down. So it was the unconscious mob at the end of the day, the mob that just wanted people to die. They wanted to see blood. They just wanted the place to offset their frustration and their hatred. And so Jesus Christ was killed in order to appease them. And of course, then you had the conspiracy of the Pharisees and the various people in power that, uh, well, just wanted him out of the way because he was a threat to the political and religious power base. Right now we are in a pretty similar place where the mob is being stirred in order to chase down anyone that can hold any sort of wrong belief that is even remotely Christ-like, even remotely loving, even remotely in service of the greater life, the greater truth, the expansion of the human potential. This mob wants everyone to be small, victimized and obedient puppets of the totalitarian machine. Of course, they don't know this, but the archetypal patterns, the very dynamics of the collective unconscious are unmistakably similar. And it is in the face of this tragic reality that we find ourselves in a moment in the human storyline where it appears that a Christ-like quality is descending upon humanity yet again. A willingness to sacrifice, a willingness to love your enemy, a willingness to be in true service and to be divinely guided to do what is right, even if it costs us dearly. And so after the break, let's explore some of Rudolf Steiner's ideas around this. And uh, let's see what we can do in order to start to be a more full embodiment of this Christ consciousness ourselves. So I'll see you after the break. This is just a quick message to let you know that I have started producing videos again on the Reclaim Your Inner Throne YouTube channel. So if you can't get enough of archetypal insights, perspectives on men and masculinity, as well as current world events, then go to YouTube, search for Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and you will find more insights and inspirations that I think you will enjoy. So if the mob that wants to punish anyone that stands in the face of tyranny truly knew the revelations that are coming out now, I think that they would have a very different approach to what is going on. 
So a Department of Defense leak in the United States, there's three doctors that came out and reported that in the US Army, the uh, increase in debilitating conditions such as Bell's palsy, cancer, pulmonary embolisms, infertility, birth defects, and so on has dramatically increased. Cancer has tripled inside of the army, according to the numbers. There's a 10x, actually a 1000% increase in neurological conditions. There's a three times increase in Bell's palsy, if I remember correctly. There is a five time increase in uh, infertility for women. I think it was a little lower for men. I don't remember all of these details exactly, but go check them out. And there's also a new condition happening where, well, we're starting to talk about AIDS in the uh, people who have received the treatment. There have been plenty of studies done indicating that this treatment can have a very negative impact on our immune systems. And even here in Sweden, there was, a, there was an in vitro study that indicated that the uh, treatment would impair the DNA's capacity to repair itself once it's all torn asunder or damaged in some way. I don't know much about the particular systems for this, how the body does it, but I know that this is what the um, studies indicated. This was associated with a study done in a Swedish university, in vitro study about the detrimental effects of the treatment. And yeah, it just seems that uh, it's leading to AIDS. And so you will see now a propaganda push indicating that there's some new kind of HIV thing happening and oh we should all be worried HIV is making a return and they don't speak about this as being related to the thing in your arm and so well let's hope all of that is not true but it certainly appears to be true and so we are yeah at the early stages of a tragedy of unheard of proportions and so if the mob realized that the truckers on some level are fighting for their right to do whatever they want to do with their bodies, yeah, of course, if you want to take this into your body, then that is your sovereign choice. But if you're being coerced into doing it, no, it's not okay. So basically then you have all of these people that are putting their lives and livelihoods on the line and who are being attacked for it, being called fascists, being called murderers, being called enemies of humanity. This is what happens when there is an emergence of Christ consciousness in the early stages. Of course it will have to happen like this because Christ consciousness is love, it is liberation, it is sovereignty. It is forgiveness, it is surrendering to the divine will. And if you want obedience from people, and if people themselves are very comfortable being obedient, then of course there's going to be a backlash. It happened with Jesus and it is happening now. This element of self-sacrifice, willingness to take risk, is very Christ-like. Willingness 
to put my life on the line in order to save somebody who is feeling full-on hatred towards me, towards anyone who is a channel for this kind of consciousness. And to be in the energy of forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, God. Forgive them, universe, for they know not what they do. Rudolf Steiner had a radical idea that there would be a second coming of the Christ, but it wouldn't happen in the form of a person. And I've been very intrigued by this idea since I was first exposed to it. I am no uh, scholar of Rudolf Steiner's work. I really don't know it very well, but I do know that his conception of the return of the Christ was that he would return in the etheric realm. And this Christ consciousness would then become available to humanity in the etheric realm and to descend on the human collective in a communal way, where more and more people across the planet would start to become extensions of Christ consciousness. Now we spoke about this starting in 1933 and I don't know that that's the case if that was a little early but it certainly seems to be happening at full speed right now. When you're somebody who is willing to speak the truth, when you're somebody who's willing to love, to forgive, but to be brave to not be a wet noodle that just does what he's told, but to be brave, but in a loving way. To live life as love, to live life in service, and to be in the spirit of forgiveness. That is Christ consciousness, and I see it spread like wildfire. And the mob, as far as I can tell, is being possessed by its opposite, which is a Luciferian form of consciousness, archetypally speaking, which is that you are aligned with the lie. And everything is an inversion of what the truth really is. And I become attached or embedded into a system of lies. And that may be the incarnational purpose of millions, if not billions of people on the planet. The beautiful thing is that we all get to choose. And I do think there is such a thing as soul age and that some souls simply haven't been around the block as many times. So they don't really recognize tyranny. They don't recognize oppression. They don't recognize the nature and existence of evil because the soul wiring is not up to the task of holding that kind of truth. So that may be part of it. And there is also an aspect here of uh, misogyny. I'm not going to go deep into that now, but the misogyny of the mob or the misogyny of people like Justin Trudeau, that they deny people the right to choose over their own bodies, to trust their inner knowing, to be connected to nature. That is what is being denied in service of something, I believe, very, very dark and dystopian. But we don't need to go into that now. 
And so we stand then at a juncture where humanity has the capacity to move towards a very dystopian future that is governed by the tyrant, the unbalanced king archetype that is so weak that he cannot or she cannot do anything but emanate the principles and actions of tyranny served by propaganda ministries and dark sorcerers, served by sadists and cruel torturers, and finally, a complete absence of beauty and love. That is the kind of, it is 1984. It is a brave new world. This is the kind of dream that people like Justin Trudeau seem to hold. And then there is the other possibility of humanity entering into a new golden age where men stand up in protection of the feminine and innocence rather than in greed and in extraction and where women are serving the men with their life force and with their vitality and their radiance rather than be resentful and bitchy and manipulative. And so we come together to become stewards of the planet and of each other and to live into a greater potential for what humanity is capable of, a more divine and more sacred way of being in the world. Now that is the second option that is available and that is the antithesis to what people like Justin Trudeau are currently up to. See, Justin Trudeau seems like a progressive man. He looks handsome, he smiles, but he is serving the machine. He is serving the old timeline. He is serving the world that is collapsing. He's been trained by the premier James Bond villain on the planet right now, Klaus Schwab, like so many other heads of state, to propagate this tyrannical dystopian horseshit onto us. This is who Trudeau is, and if you don't know that yet, you're going to know that very soon. So these are our two timelines, and when we realize this, we cannot sit idly by and just chill out and hope for the best. We have to lean in and to claim that Christ consciousness and to risk sacrifice, to love greatly, to forgive, to dare. We have to love in ways we haven't loved before. We have to forgive all of the people that we love so dearly, but who are not able to see what is going on and thus are actually, actually supporting the tyrannical push. We have to forgive. They know not what they do. It's okay. One day they will, and I will be making at least one more podcast before I wrap it up. And what I will be speaking about there is how truth is currently gathering as a tremendous unstoppable force behind the dam of deception. And that dam is actually starting to crack right now. And once it cracks, the water will come flowing through all at once and all of the deception will be washed away. And the people that haven't actually prepared themselves for this over a longer period of time, they will be faced with the totality of this awakening process all at once. And it is crazy making. It is a challenge so profound for anyone that we need to be ready to support them and to love them through that. 
But for now, let's return to nature and have some final reflections on Christ consciousness, on loving powerfully and forgiving everyone. Yeah, I'm walking over the rocks here. It's almost dry actually, so the snow must have been gone for a while. And uh, it's a lot of deer poo around. As you know, there's a lot of deer around here. Now, I really don't enjoy speaking about this stuff because it's so heartbreaking and it's very, very dark. So I think the important thing to realize here is that the kingdom of heaven, if you want to use that word, is already here. The uh, people of Christ consciousness are starting to gather and their numbers are increasing at incredibly rapid rates. Millions now, a couple of billion in not too long. And the beautiful thing is that more and more people that I hadn't expected would have the capacity to make these transitions internally are coming around. Even people very close in my family are starting to see it. And that is so wonderful. It's so wonderful and it is a foreshadowing of an awakening at a level of magnitude that is, I believe personally, I don't know this to be true historically, but I believe it to be the greatest awakening of human consciousness that has happened in human history. I believe this is the defining moment in the awakening of humanity and it is happening right now. And so we must love now, we must dare to be strong and we must dare to forgive everyone who is not yet able or willing to face head on the gravity of the situation. I say this as the wind blows through the pine trees here. I'm awash in sunshine and there is a profound peace. In order to find love, to find God, we will have to face all that stands in the way of it first. And we are right now as humanity in that transition we will be okay. And I know deep in my heart that we will live in a human culture that looks nothing, nothing like what we have now. The level of love, the level of abundance, their level of truth and justice is going to be unparalleled in human history. That is my vision and I believe it to be true. So yeah, have a great weekend. I felt a bit like a preacher there at the end, but I hope that you're well and um, Stay strong and let's do this. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.